All right, everybody, welcome to another Side Eye. We're going to be doing something different this time, a, a written adventure. Uh, we'll see how it goes. The House of Lament, found in the Van Richten's Guide of blah, blah, blah. Um, so we're going to start this off a little differently. You know, a lot of our Side Eyes people aren't, uh, we just kind of throw people in. But let, let's learn a little bit about the characters. Let's do a little improv. Um, you know, and, and we've given, everybody here has had a lot of time to think about this. Uh, we realized we were going to be doing this less than 24 hours ago. So um, I'm sure this is going to be really well thought out, um, but that's the fun of it. So here we go. All right. Who wants to, uh, why, why don't we start with Ben? Ben, what's the name of your character? Well, my name is Four and Four, not the number, just Four. It's actually Four Ipsum, but that's too hard for most people to say. So I'm Four. I am a changeling, though. Wait, is this, is the reborn part, is that going to be part of this story or have I already been yeah, reborn? Yeah, if you want it. Yeah. I mean, it's your character. All right. However you want to do it. Well, I just don't know where we're starting, but whatever. Okay. Okay. Um, well, well, actually, that's kind of important. Or what is the setup? <laughs> Am oh, I yeah. being so, reborn here or <laughs> um so the setup will be for you i forgot uh, ben is playing a reborn four is a reborn character so what will happen is um you know you would have been one of the canaries at, at some point um and then you woke up um and and you find yourself in a shallow grave that you've dug out of and on in front of the grave is an elaborate invitation okay giving you directions Sorry. Sorry. Oh, I, okay. Um, my name Does that is work? Four. Yeah, that, that sounds like. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was part of a, an adventuring group and I was doing my sneaky stuff and then had to cast some mage hand and something happened. And next thing I know, I'm dead. In um, life, what was Four's favorite food? <laughs> uh, probably shrimp. <laughs> wow, shrimp. Okay. And what, uh, you know, what would they do on the weekend? Like, what was their favorite thing to do on just like a lazy Saturday? <laughs> well, I like to throw my daggers at them insects, the the giant ones that uh, kept infesting my, my farm. Not my farm, my daddy's farm. It's good gotcha. practice. All right. Well, for the changeling reborn. All right. Um, Ryan, why don't you tell us about your character? <laughs> I am playing Butters, the fairy Hexblade Warlock. He uh, he likes to drink. He always tries to fight things bigger than himself, and he comes from a respectable fae family. Let's, let's ask you some questions here, too. So Okay. I'm fully prepared for this. The little Butter's concerned. What uh, What is Butter's favorite color? Um, He really likes green. Mm. Dark green. Like an emerald level green. What's the uh, one vegetable he'll never eat? Tweed. Tweed? Tweed. I don't even know what that is. Isn't that like a jacket? I don't know how to refer it. I just always had mashed tweed as a kid. I hate it. Tweed? T-W-E-E-D? We've got an aubergine eggplant situation going on here. Swedish turnip. Ah, okay. Swedish turnip. Sweet. I think it's what I think. I got some of those on my farm. I never liked them as a kid, so neither his brothers. My mom used to mash them into mashed potato to get me to eat them. Ew, yeah, that doesn't sound great. Not a big turnip guy. Agree with Butters. Um, okay, sounds good. And and um, what what is Butters' favorite number? Three. Three? That's a good number. Three. All right, All right. and finally, look, Sam, tell us a little bit about your character. What's your character's name? Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm playing a, a guy by the name of Riley today, and um, he's just, you know, just just a just a sweet old boy most of the time. Sweet old boy most of the time. What's, uh, what, uh, if Riley were in school, what was his favorite subject? What would his favorite subject be? Uh, it, it, it would be biology class, whatever one you get to cut rats apart with. 
Oh, fun, fun. Okay. Um, and what is what is his favorite thing to do in the nighttime? Oh, um, Riley never remembers the nighttime. All right. What is uh? <laughs> uh, what what is the? So what? What do you think that when when Riley wakes up at three in the morning, worried about something or whatever the equivalent time is, what makes Riley anxious? Uh, uh, Riley, Riley's anxious about waking up and not not quite being himself. Um, you know, he never he never knows who's going to wake up. So okay, well this is fun. All right, so um, the three of you have all received a card telling you that uh, there will be great riches if you go to a certain location. The card's elaborate. It seems like it's almost a invitation of some kind. There's something about it that's almost mystical and compelling to it. Each of you makes your way toward the location from your spots and you find yourself lost in a deep, heavy gray mist. As you start to wander into it, it consumes your entire view and it seems like you're surrounded. You find yourself coming out of it it starts to thin just a little bit and you see yourself or or you you see a crossroad and across from you you see two other people it's a four-way crossroad and then in the middle of the crossroad you see a figure that figure quickly is is very humanoid looking it morphs change shape kind of becomes a black mass then you see a flutter of wings and you see it looks like a, a, a giant bird of some kind a big yellow eye and then it just shoots off you see something land in the middle of the uh, the crossroad there. You see the other three of you there. You see a, a, a fourth person that arrives as well, but then they're kind of fuzzed out and they're kind of wonky, like in and out, in and out. Well, I do believe this is the scariest thing I've ever seen. I would like to go and pick up the thing. I, I wouldn't touch that dung. That's good for you, but I want the thing. Well, I warned you. Alrighty. So, w- what are you doing, Riley? Anything? Mm-mm, no. Um, Riley knows not to touch things. Um, that he probably shouldn't. L- l- last time he went near something weird, bad bad things happened. So, <laughs> right. he just avoids all conflict of all types. But the nobles lead the lower people. Riley, uh, sorry. But there's now a superiority complex as well. So, what what does butters look like? <laughs> Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, what he does is look very like? small. His uh, wings are black with like green veins going through them. Like why he likes the numbers so much. He's wearing leather armor. He has very pale skin with very bright orange hair because all my characters have orange hair. And <laughs> um, his eyes are um, pearlescent in color. That's the deepest I've ever got nice. a character description ever. And, and, and by by very small, you mean like 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 impish? I am or small class. Pixie. Okay. I am a fairy. Oh, okay, <laughs> that explains a lot. No, got it. <laughs> I'm a fairy who moves, who walks faster than dwarves. Ooh, ooh. And um, yeah, why don't we get a description of everyone fly. you flying by? Why don't why don't we get a description of um, uh, four next? Well, or looks just like a regular human um just kind of dressed in plain clothes uh well actually i guess the remarkable thing about him now uh, that he is reborn is he's got a huge scar from his head and down to his chest and it's kind of glowing a bit all right and then um finally riley i yeah uh riley looks like just he 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 looks like an elf um except he's got uh completely stark white hair um his skin is far far too pale and it doesn't look like he always breathes when he's supposed to i have weird companions oh um but this is also in very fine versions of clothing 
his leather armor looks very nice and well tailored. Oh, with clothes, um, Riley has a shirt on and pants and some leather armor, but the leather armor has like a gash in it right kind of above where his heart would be that looks like it had been bled through at some point and he's never cleaned it. Why on earth? Pretty gross. These people. <laughs> uh, oh, I guess I should also point out I'm very dirty having just walked out of my grave. So I, I imagine that um, Four has some of that like dirt that was like on his cheeks, but as he walked through the mist, it kind of became mud-like because of the <laughs> moisture of the mist. Yeah. <laughs> well, All right. I don't suppose any of you know where we are. I got this invitation on my headstone. It wasn't a very nice headstone, to be honest, but uh, and I started walking in through the mists and now I'm in this creepy place. While you're you're saying that, um, I know Butters went over to the the center there um, mm -hmm. to grab everything, and you'll see there are four raven <laughs> um, giant like raven feathers there. There's also uh, you see something that is made out of bone. Upon further examination, you see it's a planchette, which is used in like spirit board kind of things, um, and it's decorated with a bunch of bird skulls. Okay, um, I will take the planchette thing for myself. And the feathers over to the rest of them. Not give it to them. I'm just taking them myself. <laughs> These are my things. They didn't want to go pick stuff up, but they're going to get it. Right. All right. Well, so what are you guys doing? Well, you, know, you, you can get some diseases from them birds. You just keep on touching their dung. Diseases from lots of things. I'm surprised you don't have any looking at you. Well, I probably would have, but I believe I'm dead. Does not matter. I think this is kind of new to me, to be honest. Oh, wait, you're, you're, you're dead? I'm pretty sure. I woke up in a grave and feeling all weird in this area. Oh, okay. Well, you're either undead or you've been stabbed in stolen someone's armor that was stabbed. The the blood going on on your chest. A, a, a man can be stabbed and survive, just so you know. It's a lot of yeah, blood, but and yeah. a tough area normally to survive, right over your heart. So, a good story about it, you know, it's not all my blood. Does that help? Doesn't necessarily make it better, no. Oh, um, A little more creepy. That's just the... You don't even know how half of it, man. It is it is creepy. It's creepy every day around here, so... Oh, you're from these parts, then. N no, not at all. Not at all. What does the invitation say? <laughs> it says to... Uh, you're invited to the house... And I'm going to say it wrong, because I keep saying it wrong. Um, there we go. The, the house, Halvrest. You're invited there for a... Uh, lucrative opportunity. You'll receive 10 gold pieces upon arrival. Well, I, I got this note and it said to come to the house Halvrest. Do you happen to know where that's at? Do any of us know where that's at? Um, no, you've all followed the directions. You've all received the same invitation um, which have brought you to this crossroads. This does not look like a house. N no, no it doesn't. And yeah, I, I don't know why he took the invitation. Um, uh, Maybe if we keep walking? Maybe. It's a crossroads you know one of the roads got to go somewhere if we all came from the road and there's only one way that none of us came from then that must be the option yeah 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 you're you're, you're smart mister well thank you probably not the first time no that probably the first time someone called me that okay well should we all walk down this one road then together as a group right i mean friends maybe sure why not right and well, i'm gonna make sure that as we walk i'm behind riley because he is very suspect i'm above him. <laughs> that's my position entails <laughs> The way Boar's um, talking, I, I just imagine he's got like a little stalk of wheat like hanging out the end of his mouth and he's just chewing on. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> um, 
except it's like the stalk of a, a flower that was placed at his grave site. <laughs> and it's just kind of, you know, just there. And it's like some sort of like lilies or something. Um, Great. So you guys make your way through the, the dense fog and then find yourself back at the crossroads. Well, I must say... I don't know what's happening. Okay, yeah, for a second there, I thought you forgot what you must say. Um, I did. <laughs> okay. And then I made um, something else up. Well, okay, how about we just all try another one together as a group? Oh, maybe there's something Friends. to do with this. I'll show them the stuff I took from the middle. Oh, uh, well, maybe. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, well, I've been holding the feathers. I, they're like the size of people. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Well, the planchette's not much. You got a bone planchette too. What is a planchette? It's like um, it's the thing you move around like on a Ouija board, a spirit oh, board. Oh, got it. the little triangle thing. Oh, got it. Okay. Well, I'm not sure how I didn't see that before. <laughs> I'm the size of a giant rat or a goblin. <laughs> oh, you're not that tiny then. Okay. Yeah. No, not tiny. I'm small. Okay. Okay. I was imagining <laughs> you as, as tiny yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, like, a, tiny as well. like Tinkerbell. But <laughs> yeah, Th- this is the one in the book. Oh. Oh, okay. Give you um, okay. Well, right, so what are you? You going down a different path? Maybe them feathers that are the size of you that I that I very much saw before. Maybe they have really something to do with it. We got. I must have come from a raven. Sorry. Hand you each one. The other one for me. Uh, uh, I, I, I do not take gifts such as these, boy. Well, if that guy don't sound different, you must be also, crazy. It's not a gift. It's something you're going to take as you need this. And I poke you with the actual like the soft bit. Of <laughs> <laughs> a gift implies we're friends. This is just something I'm giving you. I, I I beg your pardon. What what would possess you to think I would need such a thing? I'll just drop it at the feet. Drop it at his feet, then, and then in a way, I don't argue argue with the lower class. <laughs> <sighs> I'll I'll, <Right>. I'll pick it up. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> You gotta move the story forward. Yeah, I'll pick it up and start <laughs> inspecting it. Um, so in, a, any of you guys know what what this this stuff is for? Oh, you're back. Huh? Give me a, if you're an investigating it, go ahead and give me an investigation roll. Sure. Yeah, I can roll dice. That's the thing I can yeah, do. That's right. Um, Eighteen. Thirteen. Eleven. Eighteen. And I have the lowest modifier. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I've got two GMs. That's fine. So, um, Butters and <laughs> Riley. Uh, um, you both really, if you could change your name in there, Ryan, just because it. Oh, yeah. All right. And what's called Jabalboa. Um, yeah, Butters and Riley both look at this and realize that this is from a uh, like lycanthrop creature known as a were raven. Um, fairly rare, obviously. Maybe you guys even thought of them as something that would be almost mythological, but there's no question that that's what this is. As far as four is concerned, there was just you know really big bird feathers. Well, it looks really good in my hat. I put it in my hat. Oh disgusting well i agree on you on that one whoever you are whoever i am do you not know who i am well you sound different than the other guy what other guy i don't know the one that was just talking and sniveling like a little baby do you not see before you the great horace van richtel i could have sworn he's been stabbed doesn't seem too great to me (laughs) mere blades cannot kill me boy you say so i wouldn't know uh you're still holding like a planchette thing right yep I also fly like five feet above people. I'm looking down on you guys. This is this uh, character. Uh, uh, through the circular, uh, like, glass aperture of the planchette, does anything look different about anything? Like, oh, that's really smart, but no. Um, um, it's, it's just glass. 
damn it. Um, no, like Ouija board, just anywhere on the floor, is there? Well, that thing you are holding is such a thing that soothsayers use to consult the spirits of the undead. Why'd you put them spirits? In quotations. I do not trifle with spirits. But they're still spirits. Why are they in quotes? I think you considered spirits in D&D. The quotes were to indicate sarcasm. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I know, but I'm just... It's called improv. (laughs) Just making conversation. Well, I uh, bid the two of you adieu. Do not follow me. And he's going to walk off in a random direction. Well, that's not weird at all. I actually think I like the Sniveller a lot more. I, I pay no attention to either of their personalities. They are just people. Indeed. indeed. All right. So yep. what, what are you two doing while um, Riley walks off? Um, do I have any sort of spells that might be useful? No. <laughs> got like four spells so it's not used to this chain friends verify could potentially do something well let's take a look at that that little contraption you got yeah i'll investigate on the ouija board thing planchette yeah planchette yeah 15 to investigate yeah like or in kate kate planchette (laughs) actually that's a crit fail for four Maybe you right. do think it's Kate Planchette. Uh, <laughs> you fall in eat it. love with it. <laughs> you start giving Academy Awards and shit. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, uh, upon in- further investigation, you see that, it, you know, obviously it does have this sort of bird theme to it. It's made of bone. Um, and even though it is made of, uh, of this, which you're su- assuming is some sort of avian bone, um, it seems to be done as some sort of respect, not out of, you know, just like crude material. This was there's a lot of care put in this this is more almost well it feels like almost like you're holding something a true ritual sort of thing right right there's nothing as far as you can tell there's nothing magical about it though um it is just something of significance to somebody so like holes to put the feathers in at all there are not no right, i'm gonna go down to the area where i picked it up just like look around there is there anything else like i could have missed or no uh, interestingly enough where you're at there too on the dirt is completely undisturbed as if no one's been here in a long time though so it doesn't have any of the footprints or like the remembrance remembrance in the ground vestiges of you picking up the planchette of the feathers it's like we were never here and at this point with um times i can't remember your other characters or the other personality's name uh, has he walked off through the fog and come back through a different section of the fog or he does right now just as you as, as you <laughs> You know, you get touched with the planchette. He walks to the other side and appears there again. Oh, oh! Thank God I found you guys. Um, I, I appear to have wandered off. Well, yeah, the one did. I can't huh? remember yeah. his name right now, but your, your voice went deeper and you started acting really powerful. But then I stopped paying attention. Maybe puberty. <laughs> I think you remember puberty. You're not that young, are you? Yeah, how old are you? Uh, he looks like he's maybe 17. <laughs> you should have gone through puberty by now, unless your folk age differently. I I am an elf. Oh, you're a toddler then. Yeah, yeah so but physically... You look 17, so he's not. <laughs> <laughs> physically, you should be there, but I don't, I, it's fine. It's fine. I, I'm, I think I'm physically there. No, he's, prob- he's probably... He looks like closer to his like early 20s um yeah now like okay. looks looks super super young for sure but old enough to to be on their own and doing yeah. stuff <laughs> um yeah well maybe if we all combined our feathers together sure so you, you can have my friends here well, well, I, meant like, I meant like we all like cross swords type thing okay like well, the musketeers of old uh, 
Okay. I would never sure. cross my sword back. <laughs> All right, I've, so I've never, you guys have never crossed my sword with another man before. We uh. touch our feather tips together. All right, as you guys are, are tenderly touching tips. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my across each other. Oh, man, this raven laugh is sure it's scary. <laughs> as you all are touching tips, there's a loud crack of thunder, and you guys see a light at the end of actually the first way you walk down together. It's through the fog, but it's up. You can tell there's like the light of some kind of building or structure on a hill. Well, don't beat all. That must be House Halverst or whatever. I can't read. <laughs> Touching tips seem to have worked. Let's go. And never speak of this again. <laughs> it's okay. I've already <laughs> forgotten about it. That doesn't seem to be shocking coming from you. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll, I'll lead off. After you, your majesty. I, I've already started flying off before you say that. But let's go. I'm already flying. Come on, right. friend. Let's go. All right. Got nothing else to do. I'm dead. <laughs> all right. You all make your way um, through the fog, and it does seem to be lightening up as you make your way toward the light. It is very thick still the entire time. And then you do come up on this house. As you approach it, it's almost like the light that was <clears throat> emanating from it decreases, and just the fog carry or hangs out around. It looks to be an ordinary home for the most part. Um, it's got uh, three stories, so rather tall, kind of Victorian-looking house. And there is a tower that looks like the house was built around an earlier tower that is attached to the house as well. There's a porch around the front, and you see a widow's peak up top. Um, so this is a very kind of, well, once again, let's think of that like Victorian sort of... Um, yeah, I mean, your, your typical kind of haunted house look. Uh, it is in extreme disrepair, and you can hear some of the tapping of the water as it goes through the uh, roof of the porch and hits the wood. You see the warped boards of the wood porch there, and even the door itself, the front door, has a warped quality to it, letting you know you're probably going to have to force it open. As you approach the house through the front window, you do see what looks to be a face. Go ahead, everybody give me a perception roll. Uh, 23. <laughs> Two. <laughs> All right. So, Butter's got the 24, which is a crit. 23 for um, four. <laughs> And then uh, Riley gets his tail. Okay, so uh, the two of you who succeeded, um, you see the face, and you see the face of what looks to be a woman, maybe in her late twenties, early thirties. She's got a very worn look to her. She's tired, um, as though she's seen a lot in life, maybe a little bit older beyond her years. And as you look at her, you see that her face sort of slowly dissipates and almost like comes out through the glass and mingles up with the fog. Well. You don't well, see that stuff. every day. That's pretty standard. <laughs> you need to travel to the Fae. Let's go. You think that could be a ghost, guys? I mean, nah. Would you like to guess? Well, if it's a ghost, it's probably the best of what it could be. It didn't attack us, so I guess it's not that bad of a ghost. What could possibly be scarier than a ghost? Well, there's a long list of things. I know you're young, but are you serious? You got a giant hole in your chest. As I said, it's... I'd definitely say an elder fiend or you know, a devil, a demon. Even some of the angels would be more scary. A vampire? Those are scary, yeah. right? Look at house. I'm sure there's something worse than a vampire. Maybe a lich. A good I, I, I think we should just stop listing scary mm. things. Maybe it's a dragon. Human form dressed as a vampire. Ooh. That would Working make a on good becoming story. a lich. Mm, all combined. 
Well, all right. Because Riley just have a heart attack. Uh, um, and you see Riley kind of just kind of step forward, and they they're going to attempt to uh, force open the door. Yeah, face them fears. All right, Riley tries. Okay, go ahead. Um, the door is definitely warped. The paint is peeling off of it, and as you push against it, some of the paint comes off on your hand as it's peeled off in the wetness. Um, go ahead and give me a DC 10 strength check to open the door. Okay, my best one. Or athletics, if you have that. Okay, yeah, sure. Like, zero difference. Oh, <laughs> 19 for t- uh, 20 total. All right. Well, Riley just jams that door open. There's a smell of must and kind of mold that shoots out as though it had been trapped in there. Um, and you see yourself looking at a... Uh, you see yourself really looking at a foyer in there. It's got a few doors in here, one directly off to the left, one to the right, and then a couple <laughs> that are on the upper left and directly uh, across from you. The most significant thing, or one of the most significant things, though, is it also has a rounded staircase up on the right side that goes up to the next level. And hanging in front of the staircase, um, or, or really over the wall that's looking down from the staircase, looking at you, you see a uh, like eagle-looking bodied creature um, with the head of like a deer, and it's in, it's like a statue that's been built there. It's almost like it's you, you get the feeling that it's like the signet of the house, um, the sign of maybe the. I keep wanting to say Haversham's, and I know that's not right. Um, why can't I remember the name? Stupid adventure. The Halvarests. Um, it's like the the you know. So the um, it's kind of like the their side. So what are you guys doing? What do you want to do? No man's door can stop me. I demand Charlie my opened, ten gold for arriving. As Charlie would have smashed the door open, would I be able to do druidcraft? Have like a gust of wind come out, uh, come from behind him through into the house, like it was deep, um, depressurized inside sort of effect, like a rush of wind in. Yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> and, and and you see like his hair kind of billows back a little bit. It billows forward. It'd be coming from behind you. Okay, and it blows all in his face, making him look ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> he starts making his demand. <laughs> Well, if that statue comes alive, I guess that's par for the course. A statue can come alive. I've seen them eat people. Or just fall on them. They're not based properly. Eat people. I've seen one play chess. Well, that would be an interesting sight. But the other one is right. Where is our gold and where is our benefactor? Hello. As you're saying that, you hear some um, motion from the room basically uh, directly in front of you, beyond the staircase. And you hear a woman's voice say, hello, is anybody out there? Indeed we are. We have received invitations to come to House Harvest. Invitations? Um, you see the, mm. the door open. A burly man comes out, older, barrel-chested, little aged. He's got the weathered face of an adventurer, um, but the dress of somebody who has some coin. Um, with him <coughs> is a young woman. Um who seems to be his companion, dressed in a very similar way, and she's got a very like harsh look about her. Uh, very rigid, you know, both in appearance and your assuming personality from the way she's talking. But uh, she sees you and she says, what are you doing here? We didn't expect any other visitors. Requested. I was offered 10 gold for my appearance here. You were offered 10 gold? Well, that wasn't us. I don't know who would have told, given you, to, there's nobody who's lived here for a very long time. <laughs> 
Do not waste and what, my time, girl. And what are you doing here? Man, that's Garen. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, hi, Garen. <laughs> it's nice to see you in this portion of the podcast. <laughs> well, what are you doing if you're not living here? We are investigating, she says. Yeah, uh, well, uh, the house here has been known to have a few uh, spirits around. There's a lot of mystery surrounding this house. We aim to solve that mystery. Well, our friend here just broke down the door. And we and saw a ghost outside, merged with the fog. You saw a ghost outside? Well, I think she was inside, then she kind of merged out into the fog. Well, that's that's wonderful. We've actually been trying to... Uh, we'll come on in here if you want to. Um, and if you follow, you see that there's a parlor there that was clearly at one time... Mrs. Haversham probably used this to... to um, <laughs> Haversham, I did it again, didn't I? Halvarest used this room to... Uh, maybe actually it, it seems almost def- as if it was designed for a spiritual space think of like kind of you know um it, it's got the same setup and ambience of um turn of the the 20th century sort of spiritualism you know um room where they would have like mystics mm-hmm. and, and things the, the there's some portraits on the wall but there's a lot of bring of light and it looks like it would be intentional obviously it's dark anyway but it's just done in such an elaborate way that you would say oh the center table in this room is clearly designed for this practice of a seance and sure enough you do see the beginnings of a spirit board being made um and and put together it looks as though you guys interrupted the work of these two uh in preparing that and uh the gentleman says yeah well um we actually have been uh, trying to get prepared here for uh, communicating with the spirits. We know there's been a lot of spiritual activity. We just need to finish getting everything ready for the ritual. Y'all free to join if you want. Yeah, my my, my friend Butters here can actually help with that. Butters, you you have that you have that little thing that helps you talk with ghosts. I, I have nothing for them. <laughs> what? You don't have the? I have nothing wh- for them. Where where did the planchette go? I, I just do believe he means he's keeping it. Huh? He is not a team player but these people are helping us out so we should be helping them out these are people we've just met who have offered to help us i mean i freely give my possessions away to every stranger i meet but but people you just meet that offer to help you are friends they are acquaintances oh my friendship okay. is harder to earn than just saying hello yeah you gotta introduce yourself first yeah well anyway guys um butters doesn't seem like he wants to share but um he has a thing that helps him talk with ghosts well now i'm not one to uh force anyone to give up something they don't want so it's not really worth it though it would be beneficial just saying um we we can keep looking for some other things we've got some other items we need to do as well as you can see most of the candles in here are spent looking around the room and and really as he says that you realize as you walk through the whole house there were everything kind of sort of became a candle holder after a while and it looks like people have just lit candles all over the place and you've got dripping wax that is solidified and the remnants of candles pretty much throughout the entire house we gotta we gotta get a few more that are a little more appropriate for this so we'll we'll be getting that set up um you know I, I we don't have that gold for you but if you guys want to look around the house and find anything you can or it'll take us a little while to get this everything set up for this seance here uh, my, my voice very much changed very much <laughs> well, it's okay i was a different person for a minute <laughs> And this guy's two people in one, at least. Huh? Don't worry about it, Riley. I worry about everything, sir. What is the point of the candles? Is it just for the ambience? Yeah. Um, are, 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 are you saying that? To, are, you, are you asking them? 
yeah the two people you just met and uh she says no it's part of the components for the ritual we need it for the spell oh you mean all the ones around the house i don't know this house has been abandoned for 20 years it, it, it's good it doesn't look like it's fit for for human living and i think the, all those candles are a fire hazard the damp wood <laughs> as you say that you hear the, the pitter patter of the the rain coming through the holes in the roof okay maybe not a fire hazard <laughs> but definitely not fit for for people to be living here by the way what is your names i am four this here is riley sometimes and this is his majesty i I don't actually know if i ever directly said my name to you guys did i don't think so i I don't think any of you guys introduced each other (laughs) i I said i was riley That's right. This you is did. His Majesty Burris. I've introduced myself twice, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. You're right. <laughs> he says, uh, she says, my name is Irina, and this is as. Listen, if you give us, <clears throat> if you help us find information around this house, we know there are spirits throughout the whole thing. We'll give you 20 gold a day. We can't make up for the 10, but if you do this for us, go throughout the house it's huge we've only been here for a little while we're going to try and contact the spirits but we could always use any other information that you can find um we'll give you 20 gold a day a piece how did you get in here through the front door we did we had to push it open though slammed it back shut off and repainted the outside no the it's not fully though it just it wasn't like it was uh, wet paint it was like it was peeling paint that had chipped off and so when he stuck his oh, hand okay. to it the, the chips of the paint came off on his hand <laughs> okay got it forget that i said that last sentence all right i'll just um, wander off into uh well before you say that the the uh what's his name as says <laughs> all right well now butters mr but majesty butters whatever you like to be called we'll give you personally five gold for the planchette in addition to the 20 gold yeah it's a, a generous opening offer but uh you'd have to cough up at least 10 along with my uh, entrance fee as well so 20 gold in shorts well you drive a hard bargain and, and one that prices me out of the market so you go ahead and hang on to that and i'm sure we'll find something else as we we go around here then i guess we should start investigating the house indeed you can say the room in your, you're in right now is the parlor. It's kind of the central portion of the house. You can go back out to the front room, which is uh, or the parlor where the staircase is, and then there's also a door uh, that would be to the west and another one to the east. So, so Mr. Mr. Four, um, would you would you accompany me around the house? I I would like to protect these people, and I could really use twenty gold. Well, that sounds pretty good to me. Awesome. Yeah, it, it might help me with the doctor. The doctor you say and we'll be talking as we walk i think yeah we'll go to the east room i will lead to the east room oh you're coming too uh friend i have to keep an eye on you god knows the havoc you people could do if i wasn't around indeed i I don't mean to cause doctors is that for like the hole in your chest no i i don't have a hole in my chest i keep telling you guys this so the problems you have with your head then Uh, the memory loss yeah i i think if i can give a doctor some money they can give me some like medicine or something memory Help loss me. and you know sudden personality changes huh yeah, it's it's not memory loss well i guess technically it is but you got another side to you boy I mean, people keep saying that they gotta be crazy that's way too scary to a confront i'm sure everyone's crazy and not your crazy indeed as you all are having this discussion and walking out of the room going to the east uh door everyone give me a perception roll dc 16 23 22 rolling on Eight. fire so far <laughs> yeah seriously maybe i, I mean I, the character between your, like, like tea. 
All right, so the two of you, Butters and Four, uh, once again, the, the observant two, you notice as you're walking through the portraits I mentioned on the wall, all the pick members of the uh, Halverest family, and the two of you notice that there seems to be an emblem that a few of them are wearing. Um, both of you go ahead and give me a history and or arcana check, whichever one is better for you. Ooh, by for three both, for both the one. Oh, it's like my name. 19. With a U. Um, so, Butters, it's probably from your, uh, you know, uh, classical history, but, um, and, and your training from being in the upper echelon of society, but you know an emblem of a secret society when you see one. Um, you believe this is one, um, and you're, you're not even sure how you know it. Maybe it's from literature. Maybe you've just heard of it before, but it's known as the Mark of the Raven, which is some sort of secret society that you don't have a ton of knowledge around other than it exists um i see their mark in the painting yeah yeah and you also notice in the background of the portrait of uh, mrs halverest where it's just her single portrait not the one with her two kids uh and her husband you see a dark figure in the background of the painting that looks a lot like the dark figure that you saw out there on the crossroads and with that we'll call this episode